Hi everyone, I hope and trust that you are all keeping safe and well at this time. I'm going to be talking to you about freedom, which right now at the moment might feel like a very far-fetched reality as we're living and navigating different restrictions at the moment, but I hope and I pray that I can encourage you to seek out God's freedom for your life. And let's just establish right from the outset, God wants us to live free. He's designed us to live free. He has paid the greatest price for us to live free. And that freedom isn't for the life beyond this one waiting for us. It's for us to experience right here, right now. God wants us to be free. The Bible says it. First verse of today is Galatians 5.13. And it says, for you have been called to live free, my brothers and sisters, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. So let me start with a question this morning. What picture springs to mind to best describe freedom to you? And if you're watching um, live on Church Online, perhaps you can type some of your thoughts and your answers into the comments box. What image springs to mind when you think of freedom? I might give you some ideas. How about a vast un uninterrupted horizon, um, an eagle soaring, heading towards the sunset, a climber that has reached the top of a mountain summit and he is above the clouds and all he can see again is a vast horizon. Maybe some of those things spring to mind. How about this? A tree rooted in the ground. Perhaps that's not the first thing that springs to mind, but a planted tree as the image of freedom, rooted to a fixed point. Psalm 1 verse 1 to 3 says this, Oh the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or stand around with sinners, or join in with the mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither and they prosper in all they do. Being rooted to a fixed point might sound like the complete opposite of being free. It sounds like it's restrictive. It sounds like I'm being held back and boxed in and tethered. And yet we read that the tree planted in the right place flourished. It bears fruit in every season. You know, I think of the trees in and around us. Apple trees only have apples once a year and blackberries only once a year at the end of summer. This says every season. Equating that into human terms, in the right circumstances, our lives, though rooted and fixed, can actually be our best lives, our lives where we are free where we too can flourish and bear fruit in every season, never withering, prospering in all we do. You see, I think the original ideas of freedom, those vast horizons, scaling the mountains and an eagle soaring are slightly skewed. Because in order to gain those perspectives and maintain them, it can be dangerous and it can be exhausting 
The amount of risk to climb that mountain is dangerous. And even the eagle will tire and will need to stop. And all of a sudden, this kind of freedom doesn't quite paint the picture for me of what I think God has in mind for our freedom in him. God has designed our freedom to prosper us and not harm us and for us to be able to live like that forever. He's already done the dangerous and the exhausting part. He paid the greatest price and went through the greatest ordeal to gain freedom for us to live within. God makes it clear that there is freedom to be found when we place boundaries in place. The illustration goes, and I'm sure you might have heard it before, of a football game. And a football game is not even a football game, let alone a fun one, if there are no defined pitches to play within or no rules. How do we know if we're winning if we can't score a goal because there are no goalposts? How do I know if I was offside if there are no boundaries in place? How do I know if a ball goes out of play if the pitch isn't clearly defined? There's anarchy and it's not fun and it can become dangerous. So yes, this freedom message is a bit of a boundaries message, but I want to show you how God's boundaries are actually a part of his design for us, for you and me to live free. Paul writes twice in the book of 1 Corinthians, virtually word for word the same, a statement. And it says this. So first of all, in verse six, uh, chapter 6, verse 12, he says, You say, I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. And even though I am allowed to do anything, I must not become a slave to anything. And he says virtually the same in chapter 10, verse 23. You say, I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. You say, I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is beneficial. So in talking about freedom this morning, how, can, how we understand it, how we should look, look for it, how it should feel, how we can appropriate it and live it out in our everyday. I am going to talk about boundaries, but I'm not going to use the language of boundaries. I'm going to talk about being safe. And safe is a really good word at the moment. And it's probably something that we can all really relate to. And it's something that we're probably all really craving at the moment, that feeling of being safe. Because I believe freedom is only freedom when it is safe. A life without limits and a life without boundaries, ironically, it can become small and it can become restrictive and it can become controlling as things like fear squeeze us and box us and chain us into prisons. And those can be very real and very controlling factors in our lives and things that we may become addicted to. Or it can be a response to the circumstances around us. For example, many of us, including me, have experienced different levels of anxiety as a result of the instructions and the current circumstances around us right now. And I want to just say right here, that's okay. 
Anxiety is a very real thing and we all might feel it at the moment. But the important thing is to realise that that is not God's design. There is something better. There is freedom and we can still live free even at this moment because there is a design for us to discover. And so, yes, acknowledge the anxiety, but make sure that that doesn't define and dictate your everyday. And hopefully the rest of this message will help you understand how you can start working your way through that process. So imagine this with me. I'm going to describe a situation. So imagine this in your mind. There is a kid playing in a park, playing with their friends, running around, playing games, exploring, climbing on the slide and the climbing frame and the swings and having a great time. Sounds quite fun. In this scenario, there is also a grown-up and the grown-up is responsible for the child. And the grown-up wants the child to have fun, wants the child to explore, wants the child to have fun with their friends, wants the child to develop their physical skills and be healthy and play outside and run around. So for all of that to happen just before we got to that moment in the scenario, just as they arrive at the park, before the child is allowed to go off and start doing all of those amazing, wonderful, fun things, the responsible grown-up sets some ground rules because they want the child to be safe. Things like don't talk to strangers, stay together if you're in a group, or with recent weather that's just been around, don't eat the yellow snow, things like that. And also, a phrase might be said that you, if you are a grown-up responsible for children, have probably said many times, or you can remember being told this when you were a child. Stay where I can see you. The grown-up is saying that as long as I can see you, I will know where you are, and you will know where I am. And very often the grown-up is the more static person in this situation. They're often the ones that are holding the bags. Um, they're talking with other grown-ups. They don't really move around very much. They are actually the reference point for that child whilst they're playing with their friends and they're having fun in the park. Another similar situation, if you've ever been to the beach and you've gone swimming in the sea, and you know that you know the tide and the current can pull you in different directions and you might think you're swimming in run to one direction but you're actually going backwards and you often think to yourself and I know I've done this when I was a kid as long as I can see my mum and dad who are on the beach that reference point I know where I am and I know how I can get back to that place so as long as I can see them I feel safe and I'm okay and I think this is a really helpful image for how we can live safely and remain therefore free in our everyday. So in evaluating how free we are currently living or how we can get free and discover freedom, we need to ask ourselves this question. Can God see me? Now, God is all seeing and God knows everything and sees everything. And I'm not debating that. So what I actually mean by that question is, am I hiding anything from God? That's a hard question. Back in the Garden of Eden, we see the first person who chooses to hide from God so that God apparently couldn't see him, 
even though obviously we know God knew where he was, but someone chose to hide. Genesis 3, 7 to 10 says, at that moment, so immediately after Adam and Eve have just eaten the fruit of the tree they were told not to eat from, at that moment, their eyes were opened and they suddenly felt shame at their nakedness. So they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. When the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord walking about the garden. So they hid from the Lord God among the trees. Then the Lord God called to the man, where are you? He replied, I heard you walking in the garden, so I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. Adam and Eve hid because they were ashamed. If you're hiding from God or you're hiding something about you from God, you're not living free and you're not in a place where you can live free. And very often, and I can attest to this, you probably know it as well and it's uncomfortable and you that you know that you're hiding. And things that are kept in the dark, hidden from sight, can get too much of a grip and can become controlling factors and they start to dictate how we live and suddenly we're not only not free we're not safe either so get free become free and stay free by keeping your whole self in the light in full view of God he knows it all anyway this isn't an easy thing though and again, I can attest to this, and I'm not being flippant when I say these things. It can be a really huge deal to admit the things we're struggling with to God or to other people. But, and I'm going to come back to this a couple of times, this truth, this fact, knowing that God completely and utterly loves you just as you are, not once you've fixed yourself but literally right now in your mess, knowing that God loves you completely will help you to find the courage to come out of hiding. There is a beautiful song written um, and maybe it'll get shared on social media. And it is an it's a beautiful invitation, I believe, from the heart of God. And it's by a lady called Stephanie Gretzinger. Great name. And it's called Come Out of Hiding. And the verse starts with, come out of hiding, you're safe here with me. There is no need to cover what I already see. And I think it even goes on to say, you've been on lockdown, but I hold the key. Because I loved you before you knew what love was. And I saw it all, but I chose the cross. It is a beautiful love letter from God to you and I encourage you if you're struggling with the concept that God loves you even despite all the things that you are trying to hide listen to that song and I pray that it warms your heart towards God so talk to God and share your challenges and stay accountable if you mess up if you feel shame if you feel like hiding away confess to God and Input, which I think something that's really important and God encourages us even in these current times to not give up meeting together because there is power 
in sharing your struggles with a trusted friend. I'm not saying broadcast it. I'm not saying share it with the world. I'm saying those people that you trust. And if you're in a small group, perhaps your small group leader or another leader in the church, we've got a prayer and pastoral team here that will want to support you and walk with you and pray with you as you walk through these things. Stay accountable and get these things out in the light because once in the light, that controlling and limiting factor can no longer hold you and it becomes God that holds you and holds it as you navigate through to freedom. And you can begin the process of walking out your freedom in the safe hands of God. Like I say, it all comes back to knowing the love of God. And again, we'll come back to it towards the end. So if you need, back to the playground illustration, if you need a playground illustration of what not hiding from God looks like, you need to play hide and seek like a toddler. I have a two and a half year old and we've been playing hide and seek a lot recently. And the game goes quite quickly because Abigail, my daughter, will hide behind something like a lamp post. And you will count from one to ten and then you will say coming, ready or not. And then Abigail will start laughing and go, come and find me, here I am. That's how she plays hide and seek at the moment. Hasn't quite grasped the concept. But I actually think, even though that's funny, it's a great way of thinking about coming out of hiding. You call out to God, say, come and find me, here I am. I don't know where I am, but you know where I am. And I'm stuck and all I can see is darkness. I need to be able to see you to live free. And that might be a proper cry for help right now. And again, if you're watching online, um, on Church Online, there is a button to request prayer. And if you need to press that button, please press it. There are people ready and waiting who will happily pray with you. No questions asked and you don't have to be local. You don't have to be part of this church. Prayer goes beyond that. And maybe that needs to be your prayer today. So stay where God can see you. But from the child's perspective, running around the park, from our perspective, living our everyday lives, the statement can also go this way. Stay where you can see me as a child. Stay where you can see me. Can I see God? Am I aware of where he is? Am I aware of his hand upon me? Am I aware of his presence? Do I feel safe where I am right now? If the answer to all of those questions is yes, you are free and that is a wonderful thing and that is something to celebrate and to give God thanks and praise for because it was him who did it. And you've got to make sure now that you stay free. And you keep asking yourselves those questions on a regular basis so that you stay free. And I think it's a really helpful way of understanding and living a life that's free. Because we can ask those questions of every physical, every mental, every emotional situation we find ourselves in. Am I free? Do I feel safe? Can I see God? If the answer to these questions is ever no... We need to move to where we can see God again. 
and it might not be a drastic change. In the playground, it may be that this is something that's just in the way in our line of sight, and we may need to readjust our focus, our intention or our energy to get back to where we can see God. For example, and I've often found this um, in work, like perhaps many of you, particularly if you've had to work through lockdown and work through 2020, work can consume me and I can get anxious. I've said that already. I've suffered with different levels of anxiety and I can sometimes lose sight of God in my work because of the circumstances and situations and they've got in the way. My focus has moved off God and onto the problem or the situation and it's become bigger than perhaps it should be or actually it's become more real than my imagination has allowed it to be. And I can become blinkered and even worse, I can become blind and I can wander off and before I know it, I'm lost and I can't see God at all. And I'm doing things in my own strength and things have become exhausting and then they become dangerous all because I lost sight of God in my situation. It doesn't mean the job I'm in is wrong for me. It just means, and it's just like the child in the park. It's not wrong for the child to be in the park, but only when we have the right safety precautions in place. Sometimes the move does need to be a drastic one because the environment isn't safe to begin with and you need to be brave and you need to get out. And again, if you're feeling like that, get help, seek help. We'll pray with you, we will walk with you, we will support you and you might need perhaps a professional help as well. But reach out and get the help, get freedom. Hebrews 12 verse 2 says, we do this, we get freedom and we live free by keeping our eyes on Jesus, who the champion who initiates and perfects our faith because the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross disregarding its shame so God went through it himself Jesus went through it himself now he is seated in the place of honor so how do we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus how can we stay where we can see God Philippians 4 verse 8 to 9 says and now dear brothers and sisters one final thing fix your thoughts on what is true honorable right and pure lovely and admirable Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all that you have learned and received. Everything you heard from me and saw me doing, then the God of peace will be with you. So yes, fix your eyes. Think about, only focus on and concentrate on the things that are true, honourable, right, pure, lovely, excellent and worthy of praise. But then put into practice the instructions. It's no good the child listening to the instructions from the grown-up to say, stay where I can see you, don't run off, stay with your friends, don't eat yellow snow. There's no point listening to them and then not doing anything and not following them because then they're still just as unsafe as they were if the grown-up hadn't have given the instructions. We've got to put them into practice. And then the promise goes that the God of peace will be with you. You will feel safe. The two statements that I've shared today start with the same word, stay. And this comes back to the tree in Psalm 1. Its roots go down deep and allow it to stay and stand firm. 
The tree realises that where it's planted is safe and it's the best place and the healthiest place for it to enjoy, flourish, prosper and continue to grow and bear fruit. So let's be like trees. Stay where we are safe. Stay planted. Stay rooted. Delight in God and his ways and his instructions. Another word for stay is remain. And John 15, seven to nine says, but if you remain in me and my words remain in you, i.e. you follow my instructions, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, remember in every season, you are my true disciples. That brings great glory to my father. I have loved you, even as the father has loved me. Remain in my love. And again, we come back to it. And if you take nothing away from today's message, take this, remain in my love. If we want to live not only free, but safe, it actually boils down to knowing how completely and utterly loved we are by God. Because when we know that we are loved, we trust that person, we trust God. And staying where God can see us and where we can see God becomes easier and easier. So stay safe by keeping a clear line of sight between you and God at all times. Ask yourselves those questions every day. Can I see God? Do I feel safe where I am right now? And if not, God, help me understand what I need to do to fix that. And know that God loves you. Let 1 John 5, 18 to 21 in the Good News Version reassure you and encourage you to find the safe place in God and stay there. It says, we know that none of God's children keep on sinning for the son of God keeps them safe and the evil one cannot harm them. We know that we belong to God, even though the whole world is under the rule of the evil one. And I'm sure we're all feeling a little bit like that right now. But we know that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding so that we may know the true God. We live in union with the true God, in union with his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and this is eternal life. My children, keep yourselves safe from false gods. So may you be safe. And may you know that you are so loved by God right now. Remember, there is nothing that you can do that he doesn't already know about. And yet he loves you right now and again reach out for help reach out to us there are buttons to click everywhere and there are things on social media asking us how we can pray for you please reach out to us no questions asked we will pray for you click respond reach out there's an alpha course starting so if you don't know the god who i've been talking about who says that he loves you completely and utterly well, you don't know about what freedom really looks and feels like and what's different about God's freedom to the world, then join Alpha and get those questions answered for yourself. And maybe you don't know God at all, or you know about God, but he is far, far away. And actually that personal relationship, that almost parent-child illustration that I've talked about today, that's an alien concept to you. I invite you right now to come to know him. Make a decision that acknowledges, I have been living blinkered and blind and I've lost my way. I want to know God 
and I want to know what God's freedom and love feel like and I want to trust him from now on. And if you want to pray that prayer again, contact us, we will happily navigate that through with you. And if you're not local to Stoke-on-Trent where we are, then please find a local church who will love you and support you and welcome you, I am sure. So as we close, be safe and may you enjoy and flourish in the freedom God has designed for you right here, right now. Amen.